welcome to ABW Preview Show. Tonight, it's me and John. Howdy doody, John. Howdy doody, Danny. Oh, that's well, good. I got up late and, uh, yeah, I'm about to uh, have some food. So hopefully we get this done before she turns up. Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> <laughs> Just moaning about they've sold this stream yard for, what, 250 million quid and we still can't cut and paste into the box properly. If you're watching, you you scumbags. Right, this is the preview show for Arsenal v Man City. See how many mistakes I've made. It's on tomorrow, Sunday, at 4.30, Premier League game. And you can see it on Sky Sports in the UK and Ireland, Optus Sport in Australia, Spark Sport in New Zealand, DAZN in Canada. In the USA, it's Peacock, which I think is the rebranded CBS or something like that. Yeah, or M- NBC or whichever one it is. It's, the one that Lee Dixon's on. That's the one. Yeah. And uh, do you reckon you can guess today's mystery country? Um, I'm going to say hmm, Belarus. Close. I'm not even sure if this is a country. Turks and Kasos Islands. Are you a country? Is there anybody there watching? Hello, if you do. Uh, it's, on, <laughs> it's on flowsports.co and Flow Sports app and Rush. So if you are there and we've helped you out, thank you. Head to head, John, what have we got? Uh, so we have played Man City 202 times, which seems ridiculous, but there you go. Uh, we've won 98, drawn 45, and lost 59. Um, our recent record isn't as good, obviously, <laughs> but... Historically, they are a team we beat. Things uh, might be a little bit different now. I don't think we're we're ever going to get 98 wins against them ever again because <laughs> uh, the, the tables have turned. The days of Paul Dickov scoring for them in the third-tier playoff to get promoted, uh, they're long gone. Um, but current form and league position, this, John, this is scary. Man City have won their last 17 league and cup games in a row. They've lost one of their last 34 League and Cup games and they're currently first, unsurprisingly, in the Premier League. Arsenal a 10th. A little bit more cheery. Our last five home league games, 1-3, drawn two, scored 10, conceded three and with three clean sheets. That's that's quite promising, isn't it? Yeah, I think defensively we've been a lot better, but this is easily the hardest test we've had this season just because Man City at the moment are just playing... Uh, what's one of those horrible cliches? Liquid football. That's what they're playing, Danny. Liquid football. And yeah. not, they don't even use a striker, do they? Mm. It's, it is disturbing, yeah. So I, I've got no idea who's going to play up front for them. Probably Gundogan or Foden mm. or someone, yeah. Some midget who can score from 40 yards. <laughs> that would be it, my mum. Uh, Man City's last five away Premier League games. Oh, cover your eyes, children. 1-5. Lost, obviously, none because you won all five. Scored 17, conceded three. And also with three clean sheets. So defensive-wise, we're both the same because they've scored seven more goals than us. Their top goal scorer, like you were saying, John, is Gundogan in all competitions of 11, Sterling on eight, Foden and Mares on six. No, what is Gundogan's position? He's a, is he a winger or is he a number 10? Uh, no, I mean, he's normally always played as an eight, but now he just, I don't know. He seems to be just playing with a bit more freedom and further forward and breaking into the box and scoring from everywhere. And his first touch is perfect again. I mean, he's, he's been there a long time and was always a second string player, but now he's on the team sheet every week. 
Um, yeah, it's it's a bit worrying. Um, when I put the head to head, I forgot to put in in our little chat box our last Premier League games against Man City. So I pretend that I put it in there. But last season, fifteenth of December two thousand nineteen, lost three nil. Season before that, twelfth of August two thousand and eighteen. Oh, remember them days, John? We could just go out and do what you want. Oh, we missed them. Uh, lost two nil. And the season before that, at home in the Premier League, seventeen eighteen. On the first of March two thousand and eighteen, we lost three nil. But if you go a little bit further back, our first ever game against them, 11th of November, 1893, Woolwich Arsenal 1, Ardwick 0. That, does that last one give you some hope? Um, if we could get a time machine or resurrect the players for each team for the game, then maybe there, there might be a bit of hope. I'm, I'm not counting on a lot for tomorrow. <laughs> no, it's best not. All right, I've asked you to do your, your best eleven or your starting eleven for this. So, there you go. Talk us through your starting eleven and why you've picked whoever. You obviously take well, them quite seriously. Yes, obviously. Um, so seriously, we can't even have a picture of Aubameyang. Um, <laughs> it won't allow it. I know. Well, obviously, Partey would be in the midfield alongside Jacka, but um, I don't think he's going to be back for the game yet. I think he's only just come back to training, hasn't he? So, Sabayos and Jacka is the best midfielders we've got. Um Lots of people might be raising their eyebrows at no Emil Smith-Rowe. Honestly, I think the kid's a bit knackered and could do with a rest. Um, Erdegaard, I thought, was really good since he's come in. It might be Smith-Rowe over Erdegaard tomorrow, but I just think Erdegaard's just got that little bit more energy, freshness. And the other reason for bringing in Lacazette and not having, say, either Smith-Rowe out wide where Aubameyang is or Pepe or someone like that is honestly because one of Man City's big threats is, um, I'm sure I'm going to look at his name and pretend I don't know what I'm talking about, Cancelo, who uh, can play left or right. Um, but I think he has played predominantly on the right for them uh, from the games I've seen this season anyway. I just think there's going to be space there for someone like Aubameyang to exploit. And you need, oh, there, there he is, there he is. That's <laughs> going to be him tomorrow running down the wing. Um, yeah, and I just, I just think... He'd played a lot with Tierney, who I hope will be starting tomorrow. They've already got that sort of link and understanding, um, and Tierney's going to need some help tomorrow. Not that Smith-Rowe couldn't do that. Um, I think Pepe is probably the least defensive-minded out of the options on that side. Again, not knocking Pepe. I like him. I think he'd be a good player to bring on later in the game. Um, So for me, tomorrow is about low block, sit back, defend, people pressing from the front like Lacazette, which I think would be good to bring him back in because he's going to be fresh um, and try and hit him on the break with Saka and Aubameyang in the space behind, uh, in particular where Cancelo will be pushing forwards. And if, you know, Aubameyang's there, it might stop Cancelo going forward so much. You you might be thinking, oh, you know what? Maybe I do have to hold back a little bit more. Um, But that's the big thing. And the reason for holding over Louise, again, is just not that David Louise has played badly, but we know he's going to have an error in him. And I think Holding's been really good this season. And again, he's fresh, organises the defence really well. Um, so, yeah, that's that's my what the lineup I'd probably go with tomorrow um, from everyone who's available. Yeah. I think the only difference I'd have from all of that lot is I'd have Cedric at right back, only because I think he's better at crossing, he's better at getting down, he's quicker. And uh, I don't really, because this is the kind of game that Bellerin could get turned inside out with. Mm. And he doesn't need any grief because he's not doing that bad this season, but he is already a boo boy for some of the, the online fans now that they don't, <clears throat> don't go to the games anymore. But I, I do like the, uh, the only, the only other maybe alteration I'd have is have a bum young up front, Saka uh, right. And have uh, um, Pepe on the left, because mm. I'm not sure 
Lacazette is going to thrive much against this lot. He's uh, he's having he's relies now on, on goal poaching now that he doesn't have to drop down to sweep a striker. Now yeah. that we've actually got some people to give the ball to him. But having that front three with uh, Odegaard playing behind them with with tyranny definitely on one wing uh, is is, is going to be an attacking side. But if if we do go with that, can we play this a third attacking side in a row against Benfica on Thursday? Because some of these players are going to have to be running their their asses off in the last game, Benfica. This one, Man City, mm. and then Benfica again, and then Leicester again after that. Yeah, I think uh, realistically, we're probably not going to have as much of the ball, um, and we're going to have to defend a lot. Part of the reason why I wanted Lacazette to come in, he might not be doing much with the ball yeah. or in terms of getting shots off, but he's going to chase, he's going to pressure. Mm. Um, and then as the game goes on, you can bring on someone like Pepe. Maybe you move a Bamiyang up front. You could bring on Smith Rowe. Um, if we're like level score or it's nil nil or something, if Sabias is getting a bit tired because um, like he's played really well, but he does tend to run a lot and does knacker himself out. You can bring in El Nene, not the most exciting player, but he will do a job and he'll sit and he'll cover and won't go too far forwards. Um, look, I, I think if you ask most Arsenal fans, if we get a point tomorrow, they'd be well happy. Just the way City are playing right now is, is unbelievable. So that is sort of my looking at the game with tomorrow in mind and then Benfica again on Thursday. Obviously, we've got the away goal and it's about who you can play tomorrow to get the best result possible with substitutions in mind if everything goes the way you hope it does to plan. And then you can rotate a little bit for Benfica for the fresher players. Are you worried about the Benfica game? Because I think we're going to smash in their rubbish. Um, I'm not too worried. No, you know, the amount of chances we made in that first one, we should have put the game to bed really, but we got the away goal and should be fine. It just depends how much tomorrow takes out of us. I, I, I don't I'm famously try not to curse it. I don't see us getting hammered tomorrow. If we lose, I think it's going to be by no more than two goals. And one of them's probably get, you know, like all the goals will be amazing because it's city and just the way they play. They're just, they can carve through any team at the moment. They're playing so good. Um, I, I fancy City against pretty much anyone in Europe right now. So what's your score prediction then? Um, I'm going to go for an optimistic one-all. I think we're going to be, I'm hoping for a very dogged sort of resilient performance. We nick one on the break, whether we score the first goal or not, I'm not sure. Um, but I'm hoping for that. If we can get the first goal, then I think that's that's a big improvement because the players have done it before. You saw the end of last season when Alteta came in, the FA Cup games and all that run where we had to sit, be really super defensive, hold a ball, keep our position, and then just spring on the break. So if we can nick the first goal, and with the way Saka's playing at the moment, Aubameyang looks like he's getting back to his best form. Erdogan's come in, done really well. Xhaka's playing great, Sabayas as well. We've we've got the options there, and also now I think the big difference from now from the start of, uh, start of the season is the players we've got on the bench actually look like they can come on and affect the game. Whereas we had like Willock and Nelson, people like that, who are all good young talents but aren't there yet. If we go with the lineup I've put out, you're going to have Smith Rowe, you're going to have Pepe, you know, you're going to have these other different options on the bench to bring on and freshen things up. So that that's my hope. Yeah, I think I'm going to go for uh, 3-2 City. They score an average of 3.5 goals per game, so I'm, I'm letting us off half a goal. But I also mm-hmm. think, like you were saying, with Saka and Aubameyang and all that lot, that there's going to be a goal, it's going to be an exciting game. But if we're 4-0 yeah. down by half-time, take everybody off. The stick yeah. does bring on all the rubbish players that yeah. we can rest, because that is... Yeah, that I mean, if, if, it's, if the game goes and it's like 3-0 or whatever, half-time, and it's like, okay, 
just like change the side up, bring on El Nenny, bring on Enketia, whoever, and just keep everyone fresh for Benfica. Like the league is, this game is, it's not a freebie tomorrow, um, but it's kind of expected that we're going to lose because I think anyone who plays City at the moment, they're just expecting to lose the game. So if we can get something out of it, it'll be great. And Chris doesn't watch, but if he does watch, uh, is is Pep still a fraud? Um, no, I don't think Pep is a fraud. But there you go. That's just my my strange opinion on it. I know he calls him a checkbook manager. But every club he goes to, he seems to make players play better, regardless of how much they've cost. So I don't know what that's about. Must must be something to do with the coaching. I don't know. Yes, indeed. Right, people. There you go. I have been awake now for 45 minutes. I've done a show about to have dinner and my day, day is overnight. If anyone's playing Valheim, I think the cool kids say, hit me up. Because I'm kicking ass at Valheim. You're going to get it, John. <laughs> uh, I did. Ha- I did have a little look yesterday. Um, Very so good. Fifteen I'm, quid. Yeah, I'm thinking about picking it up from Steam. Um, I've been playing a lot of Apex lately, though, and one of my mates is trying to get me to stream it. So maybe possibly i might start streaming some some apex i'm not very good at it because i'm old now and i can't shoot properly but uh, <laughs> it's funny because you can watch me and my flatmate justin basically shoot people well try to shoot people and swear at each other because we're both awful there you go also if anybody from abw is watching and you're free tomorrow for the show after the game let me know because uh so far it's me on my own Partly <laughs> because uh, i've only put it in the group four times mike feinberg was but uh, i gave him the option of four shows and he, had, he said yes i said which one he said yes and I said, which bloody one? He went, the one after Leicester. I went, well, Leicester is the, not the one, the one after Leicester isn't an option. So there you go. Peak play, John. Terrible. It is. Right, thank you very much for joining me at such short notice tonight, John. Very kind of you. Uh, are you off to deliver some milk tray or burgle someone? It's one or the other, isn't it? Um, I'm thinking about burgling someone. I oh, know, I'm often in black, so, you know. <laughs> I'm just, I'm constantly in mourning because Chris isn't on Twitter anymore. That's the problem. Oh dear, oh dear. On, on that sad note, we're going to go and we will see you tomorrow, 10 minutes after the show. So thank you very much and good night. As soon as I scored that goal, I was fucking livid. Splendid business. Get down, dog. <laughs>